Good morning, Miller Agency. Welcome back to another wake-up call. It is Thursday, June 28th, and um, we are finishing up our session this week, our series, if you will, on scheduling. This is session number three for it, and um, I know some people have already gotten some real value out of this very simple conversation about scheduling. I've gotten some feedback over in the Slack, and I, I love hearing that because you know, my goal, my, my, my chief aim when it comes to the agency and every agent that comes in, whether they are, they've been in for two seconds or they've been in for two years or whatever the case, um, my goal is to help you move you, your life, your business down the road towards the goals that you want to achieve. You know, if I can help you move an extra step down the road with something I give you here, man, we're doing good. So that's what I want to do. And so with this scheduling talk, it's uh, this series we've done, that's, that's, a, that's a perfect example of that because it doesn't get much more practical than your schedule. And as I said in session one and session two, I, I think just from a tactical perspective, there are few things that will cause someone's results to unravel or for them to never even get any results, <laughs> quite like um, a schedule gone awry. So if you can flip that and you can get a schedule where it's supposed to be, man, you're, you're unstoppable. So today, I want to talk to you about the three components to setting up an absolutely rock-solid schedule, okay? Now, let's, um, let's pause here for a second and, and kind of address the sort of elephant in the room, and that is people are coming to Symmetry with different life things going on. Um, so what I mean by that is um, many folks start in symmetry part-time. And, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I appreciate the, um, the desire to ease in to a certain degree. Whenever you're working into a production or moving into a production-based position, you sometimes want to kind of get your feet steady before you go full-time. So I, I totally get that. Um, but because of that, there are different day job considerations. Some of you may work a traditional day job from nine to five. Others may work a mid-shift. Others we have, I mentioned the other day, we got a, got a cat that works in, uh, uh, for FedEx and works nights. And um, we, we, we have people on all kinds, kinds of different schedules. What I'm gonna tell you in these three things though, will work no matter what you know, modifications you need to make to make it fit into your actual current work schedule if you are a part-timer. If you're full-time, this is really easy to apply. Um, and so with that in mind, let me tell you these three things that no matter what your situation, if you will do these, your schedule will be rock solid. All right, so number one, you need to put it down. So in other words, you need to write a schedule out somewhere so that it is something that you can wake up and you can look at every day and you see exactly how your week is going to go. For some of you, you'll do that in the ASAP planner that we sell in the SFG Life um, back office in the store. You're a paper and pen person, which by the way, I think is great. I still have an affinity towards paper and pen. I actually use a combination of paper and pen and digital. Um, 
So for some of you, it might be that. For others like me, you may do it, you may write it all out and, and block it out using something like Google Calendar. Whatever your methodology, whether you use a big wall calendar, a big desk calendar, a, a day timer or ASAP planner, or Google Calendar, whatever it is, you have to sit down and you have to map out your week. It has to be written, it has to be you know, set, and it needs to be clear. You need to know exactly what days and times you're dialing. You need to know exactly what days and times you'll be in the field. You need to know exactly what days and times you'll be doing policy maintenance, and you need to know exactly what days and times you're gonna be recruiting. You need to know exactly what days and times you're gonna be attending conference calls. Okay, those are the basic, there you go. I just gave you the, the main headers. You need to know when those things are. I strongly advise that you set up your calendar for your week on Sundays. Saturdays or Sundays, you set it up so that you can look out over Monday through Saturday and you know exactly where you're at. But you have to put it down. If you think that you're going to be someone that says, well, you know, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna call on Tuesday and not put it somewhere, you're not gonna call on Tuesday. You know, if you say, well, yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get out there to that conference call, you're not gonna get out to it. Understand that um, there should be no try anywhere on your schedule. The reason you have a schedule is because you say you're going to do. It's, it's, it's only trying when you're kind of thinking about how to get your schedule done. Once you put it down, you move from try to do. Second thing you got to do is you got to put everybody on notice. You got to put everybody in your life that's around you and that'll be impacted. You got to put them on notice, whether that's your spouse, maybe if you call together a family meeting. For those of you that have your hands in other businesses, <laughs> which I did a talk on, probably my first or second talk I did on the wake-up calls was all about that. For those of you that are still trying to do 20 other things on the side, you need to put them, put some people, put your life on notice and let everybody know, this is my schedule. Here it is and share it with them. Share your Google Calendar with your spouse. If you've got, you know, older kids that can understand it, you know, teenagers, share your calendar with them. For little ones like me, you know, I got a, I got a four, a six, and an eight-year-old. My eight-year-old's pretty savvy. But, um, but, you know, for the younger ones, have that family meeting and kind of let them know, hey, this is when mommy or daddy is going to be doing certain things. But also on your calendar, if you paid attention to my other talks, you should always have your family time blocked out as well. So you can kind of point on it. And, you know, for me, I color code all my family time as green on my Google Calendar. So I have the girls, hey, point it, show me all the places where there's green on my calendar. And let's talk about what we're going to do on those days because it's going to be fun. So um, have those conversations. You're not only in doing this, here's the funny thing. You're not just putting other people on notice. You're kind of putting yourself on notice because now it's not just secretly hidden in your Google Calendar. Now you are telling other people, this is what I am doing, and you're kind of putting a, a different level of accountability on yourself. And I got to tell you, that's, that's really important. And so 
in doing that also, a key person that you need to have your schedule to is your mentor. So, you know, if you came into Symmetry, you're direct to me, well, and you're part of the Miller Agency, I should be getting a copy of, a, of your Google Calendar every week um, so that I know, you know, hey, where, when are you working? And I'll tell you why that's important. One, again, it's accountability. You know, one of the 1099 traps, you know, the, the self-employed traps, is that you kind of are an island unto yourself and you kind of never answer or talk to anybody. That's how, that's a, that's a surefire formula for failure. But if you stay connected and accountable, it's, your results are dramatically different. And again, I'm not going to look at your schedule and tell you, oh, you know, you should add another hour of dialing or whatever. That's, that's not what I'm there to do. I'm there to say, oh, cool, I know you're dialing on Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock. So I know I'm going to kind of be standing by in case you have any questions. I'll know that that's when you're dialing. I also know that I'm not going to bother you. You know, I'm not going to be sending you um, emails or text messages when I know, for example, that on Tuesday morning you're in the field. I'm going to leave you alone because you need to focus on your work. So it's not just communicating to your manager because it's like they're the boss. No, it's for you to be accountable and to say, hey, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to follow through with what I say. But also, so your manager can really help you. You know, so if you're, if you're out in the field and you call on Tuesday morning to my cell phone and I know you're out in the field well the translation there is you're probably you've got a question and you're in a home and we need to pick up that call and and take care of you and help you get a deal done and help you get a family protected okay the third step in making a rock solid schedule is you must enforce the protection of it you got to protect your schedule I said the 1099 trap 1099 or self-employed people that's who we are all of us whether you're just, you know, writing business or you're writing business and building an agency. Incidentally, I will say again, all of you should be doing both from day one. One of the biggest mistakes you can make at Symmetry is to wait to build your agency. I'm going to start saying this a lot more because I've already heard it from some of our new folks. You know, yeah, as soon as I get my feet wet, as soon as I you know, get a little more comfortable, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I think I'll start building. Wrong answer. You need to start from day one. You need to start building, and we can help you with that. But when we talk about enforcing and protecting your schedule, here's the thing. This comes down, the 1099 trap, if you will, is that we are self-employed, so we can do, by definition, anything we want to do today. You can watch Netflix, you can check Facebook, you can do dials, you can order leads, you can do some training, you can go out to lunch with your family, you can go hang out with your buddies at the bar, you can, you can do whatever you want to do. It's the good news and bad news of, of this situation of being a 1099 independent contractor. The people, and, and, and I'm very, because I've been through this myself, why most people fail in, in self-employed scenarios is not because it's commission-based or, you know, it's sales and it's hard or any of that kind of stuff. I don't think that's even an eyelash worth of reasons. The biggest reason is because people do not protect and enforce a schedule on themselves. They, they, they're a horrible boss of themselves. You've got to be a seriously tough enforcer-style boss on yourself. 
So when that schedule is set, it's set. And the repercussions of not doing it are simple. You're not going to hit your goals. And, and so when you don't hit your goals, you're impacted. Your family's impacted. Your kids are impacted. Everything's impacted. I mean, let's be real. So you have to put protections on it so that, look, this is a dial time. And this is part of when you put people on notice. So when I'm dialing, I've told Crystal, unless you know you or the kids are bleeding and heading to the ER, don't interrupt me, ever. This is not time for me to be involved with anything else other than dialing. Clearly, if it's a no-kidding emergency, of course, you know, let's do this. But if it's not, I'm dialing. When I'm in the field, you know, I, early on when I first started, you know, Crystal would still text me little things about something's going on around the house or, oh man, you know, the, the dog is, looks like the dog's getting sick or I didn't understand the water bill this month. And finally I had to stop her. So listen, I'm in the field. All this stuff that you're giving me right now is not earth shattering. It's not an emergency. I have to stay focused. I am in the field. You have to be that purposeful. Because again, if you were working a regular job, you wouldn't be stopping every 10 minutes to have conversations about the dog sick and, and or, you know, we don't understand the water bill. If you did it long enough, you'd get fired. Now, you can't really fire yourself. I think the way most people fire themselves is they just quit in this business because they didn't do anything. But <laughs> that's the nice way of firing yourself. They just quit. But, but here's the thing, you have to be super disciplined with this. And, and it, it, this will make or break you here. It won't be your leads, it won't be carriers, it won't be you know, in-home presentations, it won't be no-shows, cancellations, or chargebacks, it won't be any of those things that knock you out. What'll knock you out is when it's month, it's Friday afternoon and it's dial time and you're like, I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll do them tomorrow. I'll do them on Saturday. Even though I already wrote it on my schedule for Friday, I'll do them tomorrow. The schedule, your schedule is only good, as good, to the degree that you enforce it. You have to enforce it and you have to put everybody on notice as part of that too. Is to say, look, look no, this is dial time. I want to I want to put one caution in here. You part of enforcing is you have to be absolutely militant about refusing one-offs. What do I mean by that? People will always try to bring one-off scenarios to you. Our family is the king of one-offs. You know, hey, it's so and so's birthday. We're doing a party. Do you want to come? It's this one-off that happens, you know, not every day, so people will try to bring that to you. It's not an everyday thing. Hey, come out, you know, this time right now, just this one time. One-offs. Let me give you a one-word solution that can radically help you protect your schedule. Please write this down in your notes. The word is no. The word is no. And here's the other part of the no that I want you to embrace because I want to help you guys as part of what we do here, not just to be better at sales, not just to be better builders, but to be better people in your life, 
you employ the word no a lot more without any explanation. Stop explaining yourself. No, I can't because, you know, I got a thing and a da-da-da and a da Really sorry and a thing. No. The answer, hey, hey, but, you know, and look, I do this to my wife all the time. You know, she doesn't do it anymore because we've learned how to enforce a schedule. But, you know, if something comes up, hey, do you want to come out and meet us for lunch? No. The answer is no. Why? Because what's on my calendar right now is the work that's going to help me to create the life that I want for us. Because here's the other flip side of it. If in case right now you think I sound like a jerk, let me, let me put it on the other side. When it's family time on my calendar, I say no to my business flat out all the time. I, I'm a very open and transparent and available leader. I, I will help people, you know, all any hour of the day, it seems like. And I love to do that. However, for instance, if it's Friday at 5 o'clock, we have Pizza Friday in our house every Friday. We have pizza and a movie with the girls. You could call me from a house at 5.15 and you've got a client that you're going to get a million dollars worth of commission. If you can figure out how to close it, you're going to have to call somebody else because at 5.15, I'm with my family and I will tell you no. And I won't give you an explanation either. <laughs> you, you have to employ no to protect all facets of your schedule. All facets. It'd be just as hardcore with your family time in saying no as you are about your dial time. Your time in the morning where you're doing your wellness and your, your, your mind, body, spirit, and why that we talked about in the last one. Dude, someone tries to text me at 6.15 in the morning, I'm going to say no by not even reading it and not even responding. Because that's my time on a schedule to do something else. And I'm enforcing it. You are in control of your life. I talked to so many people over the years. Man, it's unbelievable. And myself too, by the way. This, preaching at the preacher first. Um, you know, where we act as if, we talk about, oh, I'm so busy and I'm just overwhelmed and there's so much going on. And we act as if somebody else created all that. No, we did. We did it by having horrible boundaries by not saying no and by not enforcing the time and the schedules for the things that really matter. We did it to ourselves. So we have the power to fix it. So once again, three things you gotta do to have an amazing schedule, no matter if you're full-time or part-time. It's very simple. One, you need to write it down. You need to put it somewhere. Digital or paper, hybrid of both, but it needs to be clearly written down, guys. You can't, there can be no well, I just have it somewhere in my head that on Tuesdays I'm going to do something. You have to write this down for your team and for you, okay? Number two is you've got to put everybody on notice that matters. and Let them know, this is my schedule. Share your calendar. Share it with your mentor. Share it with your manager, whoever that is. Share it with your spouse. Tell your family about it. Three, enforce it. Protect it. Your schedule is only as good as the degree in which you protect it. And you protect it by saying no with no explanation. Stop explaining yourself. You, you give up way too much power in your life. Your posture is weak when you try to explain away all the things you're doing. No, the answer is no, and you get back to work. I know in our, in our culture today, everybody thinks they deserve an explanation. They don't. 
No one deserves an explanation about the dream you're pursuing. They don't. You need to get to work and create and, and solve those problems that you're battling, fix it and live the life that you want. You owe no one an explanation on that. So when you tell people no, and they'll be kind of standing there like, well, uh, uh, what do you mean? I mean, you mean that, that? The answer is no, thank you, boom, and off you go. Your friends that are genuine friends, your family that truly support you will understand it, embrace it, and celebrate that. The people that don't truly support you won't, and it's time to peel away from those folks. Whew, Gary, it's getting strong in here. How bad do you want it? Your schedule and your willingness to enforce it, in my view, in a, from a tactical perspective, is the single biggest factor in your success or your failure, because it'll go either way. It'll go either way, and you can do it with these simple hacks. Hope this series has been helpful to you. Questions, comments, of course, let me know. And if you're listening to this and you're not in our agency yet, let me remind, I keep forgetting to do this, make sure to visit us out at time to win. That's T-I-M-T-O-W-I-N dot info, time to win dot info, where you'll be to our career page there. You'll hear from Brad and you'll get some emails from me and we can start to connect on the opportunity that is available here inside of this agency. We are, we're helping transform not only the lives of our clients, but of our folks that, not our folks, it's just folks that come in, partner with us and, and want to learn and, and not just change their financial situation, which I'm going to level with you here. You can do it in a big way. But they're looking to change their lives. They're looking to do something better because they deserve better and they're finally ready to step up to that. If that's you, visit us at timetowin.info and I look forward to connecting with you. Have a great day, team. Talk soon.